Hey, everybody. I'm Chad Eckert. You can follow me on Twitter, Eddie Diner Real Cheap. You can find me on my Patreon page over there on patreon.com. This is the Fantasy Golf Pod Ownership Projections Show presented to you in partnership with our friends at FanshareSports.com. Not a member of Fanshare? Well, what are you waiting for? Use the promo code FantasyGolfPod when you sign up and get 20% off of your membership. With a membership at Fanshare Sports, you gain access to the Pro Dashboard, which includes a lot of stats, of course, suitability rankings, fan share ownership projections it's great the fan share ownership projections are calculated by looking on the internet scouring for mentions sentiment blogs podcasts about specific players people that are on or off somebody that's considered a tag over at Fanshare. and the more tags a player has the more likely they'll be used clicked or owned so therefore Ownership projections are calculated. So many people play. So many people can use so many names with six spots per roster. There's, you know, ways to calculate projected ownership. So they do it over there at fansharesports.com, and I do it. I've done it for the past year with Eric Martins. We've talked about it on Tuesday nights. Instead, we're going to go, we're going to pivot. We're going to switch from the chalk to the contrarian play of going to Sunday nights. So you can find us talking golf more or less on Sunday nights. We're going to come. I am. Maybe Eric will join me every once in a while on Wednesday mornings or whenever I have time to talk to you specifically about who's the most owned, who's the least owned, who are the pivots and all the good things that go into Fanshare sports ownership projections. We're going to talk about it all every Wednesday morning. So that's what you're going to see here. So, Hey, and then also, I'm going to come back to you about, you know, Fanshare because Fanshare is a friend of ours now. They're friends because uh, they provide really good information to just a regular guy. They don't give you answers, but they give you stats and stuff like that. They help you with uh, your showdown. Even They've got a showdown spreadsheet. So after Thursday's rounds over, if you're thinking about cooking into Friday's round with a showdown lineup, well, you open up the Fanshare spreadsheet, gives you how many birdies they had, who had regular greens and regulation percentage, you know, all this stuff, maybe their historic round two scoring average, all this stuff helps to make decisions. I'm planning to come back to you to review a specific new tool on Fanshare called the head-to-head tool. It's going to be great because I like to bet head-to-heads. I like to bet matchups, not just outrights, not just playing DraftKings. I like to bet, you know, I like head-to-heads more than I like showdown. So if I'm going to do anything on a Thursday or a Friday or a Saturday, or even a Sunday, specifically, I'll go to a head-to-head matchup. One guy versus another guy. Sometimes I don't know if there's an advantage one way or the other, so this tool hopefully will help us do that. I'm going to do a tutorial. I'm going to try it out. We're going to test it out, play around with it, give Andrew at Fanshare some feedback, and uh, see if we can win some money on doing some head-to-head matchup betting. Now, like I said, the past season, we've been going live talking about ownership. We know ownership's important. There's reasons why. So you can find those strategy pods on ownership specifically if you search our page for that stuff. Um, we do know that ownership is a projection. They are decently accurate, but they are not 100% accurate. So keep in mind, well, keep in mind that you're playing DraftKings for entertainment purposes. So maybe you don't play for more than you can lose. All right. Anyway, sign up for Fanshare using the promo code FantasyGolfPod. It's all one word. Click it in there. You get 20% off 
fanshiresports.com. Or you can subscribe on fantasygolfpod.com to receive the pod notes each week. This, whatever I'm reading, I'm going to send out. I put on the blog. Go check that out. Sign up for that. You can see us again, like I said, on Sunday nights talking golf. Let's get to the reason why we're here. It's the projections. Who's the most owned? Who's the chalk of the week? Who are the pivots and all that? And more now as I share the screen and show you. You can chat away, you can type away on YouTube on the side there. I am not looking at that. I might check that out, I guess, at the end or if I run out of things to talk about. My goodness. Okay, sharing the screen on YouTube. This will be on iTunes later too. You can do that. At the tippity tip top, you'll find Webb Simpson. He's $11,100. And actually, in fact, Webb Simpson is the most popular play above 10K this week. He's projected at 24%. Webb Simpson is a good player at this course. It makes sense. Webb Simpson, he's a good all around DraftKings guy. People who've played him before have had success playing him, and he was alive and well last week for the most part so here he is this week uh, top price guy and he is 24 percent owned the second most owned and most wanted guy is towards the bottom of the range ten thousand dollar daniel Berger. not as projected he's 21 or so uh compared to webb's 24 again anything over 20 percent is probably chalk it's considered more popular than not does that mean you can't use a web or a dan Berger? you can use whatever the hell you want this is uh, DraftKings click for whatever reason you could always pivot later on different names you've got six golfers to choose from and needs to fit under a fifty thousand dollar salary cap and here we go we got webb simpson at eleven thousand one hundred, and you got daniel Berger at uh 20 he's 21 percent all right here's the thing there is a pivot though and i don't know if i want to use it but it's uh hideki matsuyama at ten thousand two hundred dollars he's under ten percent owned so if you're interested in trying to get a little different with your Top price guy, you could use $10,000, $10,200 Hideki Matsuyama. I will not. Uh, anyway, that's the 10K range. I'm going to go to the 9K range where I'm going to find this week's chalk of the week. It's Sung JM at $9,800 is the top price in the 9K range. And he is playing well. We've seen him at the Masters. We saw him last week couple of top two, top five, nice performances. We know he likes Bermuda. We know he's motivated. No one, I mean, no one's going to talk me off of using a chalk at Sung Jae. Even if he is the chalk of the week, he is the most popular play. Even if he is flirting with almost 30% ownership right now, he's at about 27%. Sung Jae, he's 3% more than Webb Simpson. I mean, don't not use him. This is, uh, this is a great play. It's a good price. And people know that people recognize that. So that doesn't mean you have to get off of that or not do that. Just do that differently or do what I might do and go all M and use every single lineup. You click, have an M share in it. That's what I like to do. Sometimes if the chalk of the week is one of my favorite plays then I just eat it all, guzzle it all up and just enjoy it all. And just go down with the ship once it's bad on Friday afternoon. And you just start over next week. Cause I'm only playing for 20 bucks. You guys play for a dollar. It makes it more fun and less tilting to just play for a dollar and lose a dollar. So don't worry about it. But I'm going to go a lot on Sung JM and other people, you know, 
they are too, but they're also mm, actually not so much into the 9K range after Sung JM. You've got a couple guys at the teens, but you've got a- Abraham Answer and Ryan Palmer there at eight, at 9-4 and 9-2, and they're wanted probably uh, you know, 15, 16%, not something that you could get off, you need to get off of for whatever reason. That's not chalk. That's just a regular old guy in the 9K range. He's a teen percentage. It makes sense. The pivot, though. The least popular and my favorite play in the 9K range is Adam Scott. I mean, there's only five guys in the 9K range. So other than Cam Smith, it's okay. I mean, yeah, 9K range. Maybe it is a good way to get contrarian to start. Even if you are using Sung JM, maybe you go M and Scott to start because Scott is only clicked at 10% or less this week. It's because of the broomstick putter. He's brought it back. We'll see if that helps him because last week he was god awful trying that iron lock thing, whatever it's called. Um, so Adam Scott at 9K is the pivot in the 9K range. Let's scroll down here to the 8K range. This week there's you know not a lot of juice above to, uh, 9K. It's kind of crazy. So you might have to flirt with these 8K names. You might have to click some of these names. And the most clicked. Right now is $8,800 Kevin Kisner. He's close to 20%. He is the most popular in the range for good reason. He's played well here in the past. He has uh, put out on the internet that he has felt good and he's going to feel good now that he's played last week at the Tournament of Champions. So people have heard that, people have read that, people have seen that and they're clicking that. And that's why the fan share sports tags are going off on Kevin Kisner in the AK range. He is... A slightly more wanted than the next most wanted, Russell Henley at $8,700. You got Kevin Kisner flirting with 20%, and you got Russell Henley at 15. Okay, so you get a little bit of a discount and ownership percentage for $100 less. Maybe you do that. I don't know. I'm not a really big Henley fan. I would definitely pick Kisner over Henley if there were a match to match up bet to pick. Uh, so yeah, maybe lean Kevin Kisner at $8,800. Or you could choose. Another popular name, $8,000 Charles Howell III. You will see when I talk to you every Wednesday morning about ownership projections that I typically will tell you if he's got good course history, people find that. People like that. People are feeling comfortable clicking someone that's been here and done that. So therefore, Charles Howell III, we know he's what never missed a cut here. I think he's played 18 times and he's never missed a cut. Bunch of top 10s. He's popular. He's 14%. Again, that's a projection. Would I be more, I, I, you know, sometimes these 14% go to 12 or 11 or 10. So, I, you know, sometimes that's the case. Uh, sometimes it goes to 17. I don't feel like Charles Howell III is going to go to 17. I think he's going to be less than 14, but he's there. He's popular. There are pivots. There are the least popular names in this 8K range are the guys at the bottom. Well, one of them, EVR. It's $8,000 on the nose and he's not wanted. He's 5% and then $8,400 Kuchar, which funny, I thought maybe Kuchar would find some steam coming into a, a Hawaii event. He, we know he likes the resort courses. Uh, he's not a bad price, $8,400. That's basically the, the cost of a roster spot. So at 6%, that's one of those names that might creep more towards 8, 9, 10 once it comes down to actual lock time. But yeah, here we go. We got... Uh, the pivots, though. You want to know who the pivots are, the ones I like that are not getting a total amount of attention? It's Billy Horschel at $8,600. Are you shocked that I like Billy Horschel? Well, last week he was fine, except for the last hole. 
I mean, that's crazy. Someone, yeah. So basically, uh, people don't like Billy Horschel. They never like him. He played right last week. He played pretty well last week. And now he's at 8% owned at $8,600. I'm going to use some Billy Horschel. I'm always going to use Billy Horschel, but he seems like a pivot. Like there's only so many pivots, especially early in the season where there's, you know, not a lot of information to go off of. So some of it's, it is what it is. And you just go with what you think and people tell you. So they've been telling people not to click Billy Horschel. So I might do that as a pivot. You could do Sergio Garcia as well. He's $8,300 and he is 9% owned. So maybe you do Billy Horschel and Sergio Garcia if you want to get kind of different in the 8K range. I don't know about papapapering it this week, but hey, uh, that's never a bad option. All right, let's cruise into the 7K range. We're not trying to make this all lengthy podcast each week. We're just trying to get you the information as fast as possible. That's why we kind of pivoted off of Tuesday because we were preparing so much, telling you so much, giving you our opinions, blah, 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 spending an hour. And then what, you get 24 hours to even listen to that stuff. So that's why this 15 minute one or whatever, this is what we're going to try to do. We're just trying to get you exactly what you need to know. And then on Sunday, we can BS it all we want, talk golf, bring up topics that came up during the week. We could talk about our grievances for how bad we were playing or the DraftKings lineups screwed us or someone tilted us or whatever. We're going to talk about all that stuff Sunday nights. So we don't need to waste our time doing that now. So I won't. And I'll tell you, let's go to the 7K range where at the top, there's Emiliano Grillo. You got Leishman, you got Munoz, you got Harmon, Kokrak, Kazar, and Gooch, Siwoo, and uh, Keegan, and Ortiz. Anyway, uh, you can find the most popular play is up towards the top there at $7,800. Sebastian Munoz. It's not chalk by any means. Uh, it should be more than 15%, but it's only 15% owned. Projected. So therefore, I don't know. I'm loving this Sebastian Munoz play. I'm going to use a ton of it. I tried it last week. I liked it. It didn't taste awesome on Thursday when he was plus two, but hey, he pivoted. He turned his game around. He found the putter. He found his game. Uh, he loves Bermuda, and we love him. And he's only $7,800, and he's only 15%. So that's the most popular in the 7K range because there's a ton of names here, and there's a lot of people wanting these names. So if you just uh, want to see who else is popular, have you ever heard of a guy named Matthew Neesmith? He's $7,400 and he's a decent golfer. Um, I've heard a lot about him. I've seen him perform at the RSM. You have a top 10 at the Shriners. Sanderson is used top 20. He's someone to kind of keep your eye on. And a lot of the DFS industry already knows it and they're clicking him and he's wanted. And he's at 12% owned, Matthew Neesmith. Other popular plays above 10% owned in the 7K range is $7,900 bet. Emiliano Grillo. $7,900 Mark Leishman. You got Harmon there, 78. They're wanted. And then um, someone that we talked about on the Preferred Lions podcast, I do have a betting podcast on Monday nights with my friend Joe Idoni at Tour Picks on Twitter. We had our friend um, Reed T. Fowler on this week. We talked about the names. Uh, and actually, Joe has a podcast on Wednesday nights. Oh my gosh, we're just content creators. But they, he's going to meet with Rick Rungood and go over the jock market stuff. So if you're on jock market, you can tune into uh, YouTube and watch Joe and Rick break down right before block. The thing that he was talking to me about was that he has access to Rick Rungood's website. Well, who? RickRungood.com probably costs, you know, 50 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month. I don't know. Probably worth it if you're a high stakes player. Probably not if you're not. But at the same time, he was telling me, who does the generator and models and things like over on the rickrungood.com? Well, they like Cameron Davis. It's a guy that, you know, birdies, does a lot, 
It's kind of young, flashy, uh, great swing. Adam Scott-like swing. He's had performances. He's shown up at Australian PGA uh, in December. He was T3. I guess that was a year ago. So, I mean, whatever. You got – he's been there, done that, and he's a name. Uh, I think he was one of the first names that I touted when we first began this podcast years ago. So, it was probably, um, you know, one of those things. You just, like, see a young guy, you like his swing, and you're like, dang, this guy's got talent just without trying. So, rickrungo.com, projecting Cameron Davis to do well. Probably other websites that have projectors that do that stuff. They're projecting him to do well, so he's popular. Again. These are projections. I don't know. We'll see. Over 10%. I'll review again. Sebastian Munoz, 15. Matthew Neesmith, Grio, and Leishman, and Harmon, and Cameron Davis. The least popular, the ones with 0%, you could have Matt Jones for free. $7,000. Take him. 0% off. Chris Kirk, too. Our guy, kind of. Someone that we've liked and have used and has shown form and flashes before. He's $7,000 and he's not wanted at all. So if you're into that, click a share of Chris Kirk. I found the best pivots in the 7K range actually are $7,700 Patton Kazire. Yeah, you'd, you'd be surprised to think, uh, why do you like Patton Kazire? Well, look at his form. You guys, he's made a bunch of cuts in a row. He was T32 with the Mayakoba in December where that's like basically this thing. And then RSM, he was T10. He was uh, the Houston Open. He was T11. This is guy, Patton Kazire. He's won this event. So, I mean, I like him. And he's not really that wanted. So try that out. You got Scott Piercy again. What? Why is Chad saying Scott Piercy? Guy's weird, but he's good. He's made some cuts in a row. He's got motivation. We know that he has no sponsors. So he wants to get back into good graces, uh, making some dollars. So $7,300 for that. Uh, Scott Piercy, sign me up. And then Brant Snedeker, uh, 6% owned or so, $7,200. Yeah, maybe uh, he's been bad, but we know he's, not dead his career's not over he's known to get hot and flash and have a 59 or a really decent round every once in a while so you try out snedeker and then taylor gooch i like him he's at 7600 dollars. another guy that's uh kind of good and young and you know, coming up in the world he's had a fourth and a fifth at different events uh so he's boomer bust maybe but that's what you need. Uh, all you want to do is get six and six through the cut and have a boom guy on the weekend and boom, boom, you're up to the top of the leaderboard for these low owned pivot plays like um, Taylor Gooch. You got $7,200 Stuart Sink. That's my last pivot play in this 7K range. Stuart Sink has played the last week, so that helps. And it wasn't great by all means, but he was there just feeling it. I think he wants to take advantage of the fact that he won the Safeway Open in September and he was T4 at the Bermuda in end of October. He's got the points in the FedEx Cup standings and why squander this opportunity? Stuart Sink was good two, three years ago. He's been good. He won, not wanted, 72, played last week. That's Martin's guy too. So maybe you do $7,200 Stuart Sink. All right, should we scroll to the 6K range? We're going over the ownership projections brought to you by fansharesports.com. If you haven't subscribed to that website, go do that right now. You could even stop doing this because you could read the percentages yourself. Go to this website, see every single person's ownership projection, and you don't need to listen to this. You could use Fantasy Golf Pod uh, discount code, and then you could get 20% off, and I'll never have to see you again. You could just go to this all on by your own. Uh, okay, most popular plays are all at the $6,900 mark. They're at the top of the range. Brian Stewart, Doug Gim, Peter Malnati. They're popular. And even Michael Thompson. Okay, not 
extremely popular, like six, seven, eight, nine percent. <sighs> would it be a reason to get off Peter Malnally? You know, I used to think it would be to get off of him. He's the chalk of the 6K range, but at eight, nine percent, like reality is that's one out of 10 lineups. Like, uh, it's not that many. And if I just take two shares of them, maybe it'll click, maybe it'll hit, and it won't matter that he's 10 percent because he's a good golfer. But, We've seen this. We've talked about this. If they're getting 10% for a reason, it's because he has performed and he's 6,900. So people figure that out. And then they know, oh, uh, this is an easy click. Doug Gim, on the other hand, I've seen some stuff. He's on the four play pod or he's been flirting, playing video games with the Riggs guy. Uh, he's done other things. Uh, other people have touted him. I've heard about him for years. You know, I watched a press conference at one point with Doug Gim tell me to my face in this press conference, like, hey, I've seen Matt Wolf. I've seen Morikawa. I play practice rounds with them and I'm going to be just as good as them. Cause if I could see them winning, I play on the same level as them in practice rounds. And I was like, damn dude, maybe he's got something. Maybe he'll be somebody. And then I clicked and followed Doug Gim for a little while. And then it was like, Oh, he's disappeared. Cause he was terrible. And went to the corn Ferry tour or wherever. And it was gone. He's played decent in the fall against crap competition. Maybe he got a little uh, lucky on a couple of things. I don't know. This is how golf works. And then now everybody likes him because uh, the same stuff from years ago. I don't know. We'll see. So I'm not on him, but other people are at 7%. Brian Stewart at $6,900. He's a good potter. He can get hot a little bit. So people are on that. $6,900 Michael Thompson. I don't know. He played all right last week at the Tournament of Champions. So that may be why people are on him now. Not extremely. I mean, we're talking 5% all. So half a lineup out of 10 yeah uh again nobody knows anything okay so uh this is especially true at the sony open at the beginning of the season off of a couple weeks layoff and you know been COVID. so this is a weird year so just it's hard for me to give the advice of fading the chalk in the 6k range but at the same time if you fade the chalk in the 6k range that's probably a good game theory in terms of playing DFS. Anyway, least popular and my favorite pivots are maybe $6,700 Andrew Putnam. I know, weird. He's been kind of bad, but he was a runner up here at one point in his career and he, we know, can get hot with the putter and this is a putting contest. So Andrew Putnam might putt me to getting some good leverage at 0% on. $6,500 Jimmy Walker. Now, you're probably wondering why are you talking about Jimmy Walker, but I think he won here back-to-back times before. He's $6,500. I did see him make the cut at the Masters, so that put him in my head maybe. Uh, We know he has had uh, issues with Lyme disease. He's had all these problems. He's gotten over those things apparently, or I don't know. This is Jimmy Walker, a major winner, someone that five years ago was up for player of the year three four years ago we played him he was in contention a bunch of times he gets hot he got you know we know he was not just gonna like quit his career's over he's talking to joe about how these golfers have nine lives he's one of them so is he dead i don't know but i like him because he's liked it here and he's sixty five hundred dollars and nobody likes him so that's a pivot or gilgich sixty three hundred dollar michael gilgich gilgich gligich gligich no idea, but he's from Canada. He once was 11th at Bermuda. Maybe that caught my attention after a couple made cuts and a couple other finishes. So he's flashed before and I like him and he's young. I don't know. I can't remember what I read about him exactly, but I think he's more of a bomber. 
someone that can just launch the ball, which is helpful anywhere um, at $6,300. And I was surprised because I figured, you know, he's had those performances. He had done all right. Gilgich, Gligich, he's been on the leaderboards. He's only $6,300 and nobody likes him. So here I go. I might click him a couple times. And that is my pivots in the 6K range. How did we do? How long is this so far? Um, building rosters this week. Now, on the Fantasy Golf Pod, we typically end the pod. We ended the Tuesday pod. We're talking about how we're going to build and our values. So I might as well just do that real quick. Um, this structure of this podcast may change. Like at the end, I may just uh, show you fansharesports.com and play around with it. I may build some lineups. Um, I don't know. But the way that I'm going to build rosters this week for the Sony Open, I'm not going to be a afraid to do the Gilgulich $6,300 guy. Take like a couple of my 20 rosters with Jimmy Walker in them. Because anything can happen. These are birdie fests. You know, Drew truly depends on what contests you're playing. We play the short game. You're about 20,000 people or so. You know, you're going for a thousand bucks for a dollar. You got to get a little risky. Now, if you're going with the three max contest for five bucks each, each ticket in, you know, there's a little less risk you need to take. Or if you do single entry and it's higher stakes, again, less risk. But at the same time, these big giant GPPs, if you want to win, you got to be a little bit different. Can't be afraid to sprinkle a 6k range name i'm gonna do a standard balanced build not a balanced build but a standard build a 10k guy a 9k guy an 8k guy a couple sevens of six i've seen that win a whole, whole hell of a lot so try those builds out my three values the names that i like the most this week on DraftKings are well some jm but so does everybody else. So that's not really a value. You're not going to get any leverage using Sung JM. I will find leverage using $9,000 Adam Scott, who I do like a lot. And I just saw Eric Patterson tweet about using the broomstick and I'm not afraid to see him use the broomstick. In fact, I probably like it the best. Whatever makes him feel comfortable on the green. It, it might not even matter this week because his iron play is so good. These greens are so small. He's just going to snipe it right next to the hole every single time. So Adam Scott at $9,000, under 10% owned. Good play, value. Another guy, $8,600 played last week. Billy Horschel, value, because nobody likes him. And he birdies. And he can get high with the putter. He has some confidence. Played last week. Likes Bermuda. Uh, nobody likes him. Boom. And then $7,200, Brant Snedeker. He's going for his 10th career PGA Tour win. He's won nine times on tour. He's $7,200. These players, like the Brant Senecas of the world, they have these times where they struggle. And he did that during the fall. We saw it. Leishman did a little bit. There's other places that do that. And then all of a sudden they get on the range, something clicks. I mean, we're all golfers and you're probably a golfer if you watch this and that happens. Like all of a sudden I've been bad, bad, bad. And then I don't know, one day I'm good again. And I think that's going to happen for $7,200 Brant Snedeker. And I want to be on that. I think that's a fun price at $7,200 if you do not want it. So go ahead, do that. All right, guys, like and subscribe, rate and review. Thank you for watching and listening and doing all that. We'll see you on Sunday night. Eric and I, we're going to recap what we watched the Sony Open. I got some topics that we've written down. We're going to talk about some, uh, you know, how we did in the lineups. We're actually going to give away a sweatshirt. So tune in on Sunday to figure that out. Do a review on iTunes and you get into this drawing for a sweatshirt. Uh, what else can I tell you? 
We're going to do all sorts of fun stuff. I'm going to enter a big money contest with Eric next week. So we're going to build contests, lineups for that. We're going to do all sorts of fun things. Um, and then uh, I'm going to do, uh, you know, whatever. We're going to make content. We're going to do some stuff for Fanshare Sports. So again, thank you for watching. Have a great day. See you later, everybody. Peace out.